We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2021 3M Open. Picks, research, first look, and getting you ready with all the stats that you need to go through everything to get ready for this tournament. we got a big week ahead of us, so I need you to smash the like button to the episode. In the comment section, give me your early lean to win the 3M Open in, why, is it in Minneapolis? It's in Blaine. Minnesota, which is a suburb. I've been there, so I can tell you a little bit about the course from what I saw and tell you some stories about Luke Liss not coming through for me as I was following him around. Uh, and subscribe to Mayo Media Network, uh, rate and review the audio podcast. I have a brand new podcast launching on Mayo Media Network this week, Fantasy Football Picks and Bets. So go subscribe to that right now. Uh, if you leave a rating and review, five stars on Fantasy Football Picks and Bets. And leave your Twitter handle or email address. You'll be in a draw for some juicy giveaways. I'm either going to be giving away $500, 750 or $1,000 in cash giveaways, depending on how many of these reviews that we can get. So the more we get, the better we're going to do. So please go subscribe to that show. I'll be hosting the first one. We're going to have a rotating cast of characters. If you care about football or don't and just want to support Mayo Media Network, please Go do that right now. FantasyNational.com is where I'm doing my walkthrough this week. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo for a 20% discount on that. And the Listener's League link, it's open. It's in the description of the video and pod. So go join right now. Three max entry, $15 to play. No rake, thus making it the best tournament on DraftKings. Let's talk a little bit about the course. Like I mentioned, it is TPC Twin Cities in Blaine. As you can see here, it's 7,431 yards, a par 71. Michael Thompson outdoed Tony Finau down the stretch last year. Apparently, Arnold Palmer is the architect. I did not know that. Uh, either way, that, that's good news to have. Uh, we already have two withdrawals from the field. Brennan Grace has decided after making an eight and killing all my DraftKings lineups that he's not going to show himself in Minneapolis next week. So he's out chasing Kokrak. Uh, storming up the leaderboard on Friday and Saturday at the Open Championship is also taking a pass on the 3M Open this week. I'm sure we're going to see a few more of the Open Championship participants fade away. But the field itself is not all that bad. Actually, just to kind of stick with the course just for one second... PGA National. There's a reason I should have bet Michael Thompson. Uh, I just think that the Honda Classic with, it's this tournament, I guess concession you could look at too, but that was a WGC. It's just when 
you have so much water in play. There's so many more variables at stake. So uh, it's something that I would be looking at as a potential crossover. It's not necessarily going to lead you to the top of the leaderboard, but I do think success at both and navigating in between disaster is something that you can look at. So let's dig into the field just a little bit and see what we got going here. Or just continuing on with the course, I suppose we could look at that as well. Uh, past course conditions, and we'll look at the course breakdown from the last two years. Obviously, the first event here, uh, we had... Matthew Wolf chipping in for Eagle on the final hole. That final par five is a tricky one. Beat Bryson and Morikawa. Uh, it's on bent grass, uh, hitting the fairway. Can be pretty easy. The greens are like medium too firm. So the rough length is long. Like there's some like weird, it's not necessarily fescue, which is really long grass if you get yourself into some problems, but it's really the water that you need to watch out for. It's a fairly long course. I played over 7,400 yards last year as a par 71, but it's not very hard when we think about it. You can see... Now on the scorecard, do we have a wraparound? A little bit, yeah. If you're going to play DraftKings Showdown this week, it does seem like it's beneficial to have some guys starting on the back nine. As you can go 18, which is a par 5, then you have the par 4, then you get into 2 and 3, that's going to be a bit tougher. But you have the hardest hole at number 9, so it's going to be hard to wrap around any sort of birdie streaks. You could potentially go 16, 17, 18, 17, 18, 1. Probably not going to be 2 with only a 14% birdie rate, but you have a... You know, coming down the stretch, you, know, you can see these are all close to like 20 percenters. Obviously, everyone, no matter where you start, can have a run from 14 through 18. But having number one up there as well, which is the fourth easiest hole on the course, and especially in birdie rate at 24 percent, is something that you can go through uh, and potentially gain a little bit of an extra edge. I mean, I wouldn't play a shitty player because they're starting on the back, but all things being equal, that's a pretty good tiebreaker. Around the green, relatively not non-existent this week don't need to be the best scrambler in the world uh you got to be pretty good off the tee very good on your approaches and you got to be able to make some putts and you have to be able to dominate the par five so i'd be looking it's funny because when you look back and see the leaderboards at who won and we'll get into that in a second I mean, it just this strikes me as like a bomber's course, but it's really not. Uh, the It was minus two in 2019 is the cut line, minus one. Driving accuracy is way up. Green and regulations, way up. Scrambling down because of the water situation, three putts way down. Average driving distance, one of the longest on tour at 290. Like, just grip it, rip it make your putts, hit everything to 15 feet, make your putts, and then you'll be good to go. Even the average green and regulation proximity to the hole is shorter than your average tour event. So expect this to be one of the easier ones on tour. Uh, being good with your long irons can really help. So 175 plus uh, is probably the range that you want to look at, hence why Morikawa probably played so well here. Uh, that would be my guess anyway. The par threes can be relatively challenging, as we see. So you have the 100 and let's just sort by par yeah you have three of them that are over 200 yards so that will likely make the model the 200 to 225 range along with proximity from in there to really double down on that territory you see like the one really long par four uh, that's the hardest hole on the course um just look at the lengths here yeah, all these longer par fours of so 450 to 500 yards is where you're really going to need to make up a lot of strokes, and you've got to be able to get there on the par five. So let's see, eagle rate, 2.6%, 2%, 3.3% on 18. So we'll include eagle rate when we go through everything in the modeling as well, along with our standard stuff. But that's really the way that we want to be looking at the course coming into this week. Let's talk about that field, as I've teased it like three times now. Uh, again, Kokrak and Grace are going to be out, but 
Louie, he could be open champion. He could be champion golfer of the year for all we know. Um, however, he is coming up with the most strokes gained total. Libiota is back in the field. Seamus Power. But the big names that we're looking at, I'm just going to make this easy on myself and sort by past 50 rounds. Uh, even someone like Bubba, maybe he could be a look here too. Reed, Louie, Dustin from the top. You have Finau as well, who really should have won this event last year and did not. Um, bet four round too on Saturday. I'm filming this before the concluding round at the Open Championship, so I don't have to film this during the Open Championship. I feel like Tringali did well here last year too. That might just be something that sticks out in my mind. I forget. I think you know it was Warinsky who was in that final group with them. Let's see, three M. Hey, he was. Yeah, Cameron Tringali was third last year. Not bad. Maybe a look. He's also coming over, having a pretty good Open Championship, all things considered, for Cameron Tringali. Um, so yeah, DJ in the field, Louie, if he wins, I doubt we end up seeing him. Grio was making a nice little run. Then that was the end of him. Keegan Bradley, Sergio is apparently making the flight back over. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of guys making the flights back over. Troy Merritt's a local guy. So this could be a spot to deploy him. We'll see. Let's take it just a quick look at Troy Merritt to see what he's been up to. I, I forget how he did at this tournament. 3M. He was seventh here two years ago, missed the cut the year before that, been a lot with putting, and that's really what he's been fire with when he finally didn't make a few putts at the John Deere. That was kind of the end of him, but maybe we can see something. One, two, three, four top tens in his past eight start and past nine starts. Not bad for Troy Merritt. So it's funny that we're going to have strokes gain data from the Barbasol, but we're not going to have it from the Open Championship. That's always a good time. Matthew Wolf. Probably going to be a bet for me just blindly. Uh, obviously, things haven't been great for him. He did make the cut at the Rocket Mortgage and couldn't make a putt, but pretty good history here <laughs> at the 3M. He won it, uh, becoming one of the youngest winners ever on the PGA Tour, uh, and then followed it up last year with another T12. So that's a pretty good track record, and I don't know how the markets are going to feel about Wolf. I would guess he probably comes in somewhere between like, you know, 25 and 40 to 1, depending on the book, as an opening. So it's not a shitty spot to be in, to be perfectly honest with you. I got the Gim Reaper. Woodland, really don't know what to make of his game. Obviously, Bubba's been playing some really good golf sat out. Um, have to see if he was a... I can't remember if he tested positive for COVID or if he was a close contact for COVID. But either way, um, he looks like he's going to be in the field. I haven't heard anything about his withdrawal as of yet. Stricker's going to be playing. Hadwin will be in the field. EVR, remember? Chalky EVR from last year. Everyone was on EVR. Oh, he went to school in Minnesota. I believe he missed the cut. I think he was like... Seven 79 day one. This is the one that Dustin also pulled out of too. Uh, yeah, miscut last year. It was just a really tragic performance from him. Tragic performance on Thursday, or sorry, Friday at the Open Championship as well. Just, hey, look at that. Big Rick is playing. Fowler is going to be in the field. I'm just trying to figure out who's going, who are going to be the favorites up here. Is there anyone just like big hanging back in the back of the pack? Now it's a pretty scrubby field once we look at it. Huh. Oh, Lucas Herbert is playing? Okay. Herbert missed the cut at the Open uh, after two really nice weeks over. And a nice week before coming, too. I believe it was either Travelers or Rocket Mortgage where he wasn't bad. Yeah, 18th Memorial, 19th at the Travelers, won the Irish Open, uh, finished inside the top 10 at the Scottish Open. So he's playing some good golf at the moment. Just had a really bad go uh, at the Open. It's going to happen to a few people. This might be a decent spot for him. Uh, just you know, another look that we can potentially make here. Quaid Cummins. That's a name for you. Good God. I don't know who that is, but sounds pretty good. Nat. 
not going to be good. No, Kadira. I followed around Kadira a bit when I was here uh, last time. Uh, Chuck Schwartzel, I feel like, was in the mix last year, too. But Kadira, that's the first time I was like, oh, every Japanese player just has a huge type of... Um, just has a huge following. Like he had these, he had his caddy who was just blasting SIGs the entire time. And he had like four or five like press members just following around. I thought it was pretty interesting. So Chuck, Chucky Schwartz, uh, I don't know how he did at the open or if he even played in the open. I can't recall at this point. Um, you know, that's something I could look up, but let's see the open. Let's see. Did Schwartz play? I know I didn't play him. So, no, he did not play. So if we look at Charles Schwartzel, he doesn't have bad form coming in. 19th at the U.S. Open. It's the last time that we saw him. He has one miscut. That was at the PGA Championships. So from Honda, and we'll take a look at Honda this year, too, if I'm going to call it a crossover course. Uh, Haggy would probably be someone to look at. Uh, U.S. Open, Memorial, miscut at the PGA. So, yeah, he's on a nice little, like, made-cut not made cut streak, obviously. Uh, but he's someone that has been playing some pretty consistent golf, at least in terms of making cuts, and he was third here a year ago, so that's something to look at as well. Let's take a break so I can welcome you to StockX, the only live marketplace for what's now and next. Whether it's the latest sneakers, apparel, electronics, collectibles, trading cards, everything on StockX is brand new and 100% verified authentic. With StockX, you have the power to shop millions of hard-to-find or sold-out products at their true market value. Discover products that are on trend and ahead of the trends by shopping on StockX. Download the app or sign up online to start buying and selling in a few easy clicks. Start shopping at StockX.com. I was scoping around on DealDash.com the other day because I've heard that people have saved big money there. And I tell you, what I saw, I almost couldn't believe. They had auctions on a crazy wide variety of quality products, and people were winning them at truly shocking prices. So here's the question. How much can you save at DealDash.com? Well, that's completely up to you. Some people save 80%. Some people save 90 Some people save up to 99%. Really, the only way to find out how much you can save is to visit DealDash.com today and use promo code MAYO. That's DealDash.com, promo code M-A-Y-O, to see how much you can save. DealDash, where deals come true. Just trying to see the strokes gained from the Honda. Call this SG in tournament history i just think that this course does correlate a little bit we'll see who got up there in terms of approach and driving even just look t to green we'll throw out a lot of the around the green stuff scott's not playing airy eggs as tim would say the brit but he's not really british but tim thought he was so that's fun times tringali was up there again keegan we could potentially give a look to haggy i uh, didn't really do it with the strokes gained approach but the driving was way up there who was tops in approach higgs seifert the gooch Sink and Kadira probably going to be up there. Okay, so we got some names that we can play off of now. Tom Lewis was another one. Not sure how he's doing at the Barbasol. Lebiota actually kind of killed that course uh, in terms of approach and couldn't do anything else. Schwartzel, again, uh, was up there in approach, couldn't drive, couldn't putt that week, although we know him to be a very good putter. So there are some names that I think that we can tackle towards the long shot territory or even in terms of... 
low-end DraftKings plays. Let's take a look at the tournament history and just take a look at the, how the players who did it the past few years actually accomplished that feat. Obviously, Michael Thompson putting in irons. That's all he needed a year ago. We'll switch over to the strokes gained. Adam Long finished in second. Max Homa was in third with Shelton, Warinsky, Tringali, Howell, Schwartzel, Norin, Finau, and Emiliano Grillo. And then it was the Matthew Wolf, so they were just a few shots back from that. But Thompson, I remember just his downhill bunker save, and I forget what hole it was on. That was sort of the turning point of the tournament. He made that, and it was like, oh, okay, here we go. But you can just see Shelton was really the only one who couldn't get the putter rolling, him and Ryan Moore. Ryan Moore played pretty well, like he always does, at the John Deere Classic, but it's encouraging to see him on the up. Doug Gim! didn't even know who Doug Gim was then. But he came 18th last year, and he gained strokes putting? Good God. That's just blowing my mind at the moment. Yeah, this was like the worst week ever on DraftKings. Like, no one had any of these guys besides Finau, essentially. Uh, I think that actually Jeff bet, uh, Jeff and I both jumped on Schwartz Alive at 125 to 1, and we were like, oh, here it comes. It's happening. It didn't happen. Norin is obviously going to be a good look here. Did not play well at the Open, but, uh, and I, actually, I don't know if he's in the field or not. I'm guessing that, no, he did not decide to come back over. So, never mind. Don't worry about that with me in terms of Alex Norin. Where are we at here? So if we just sort by approach, Finau, Matthias Schwab. Oh, that's right. And then we bet him the next week at the Barracuda, and he came in third. The guy couldn't make a putt to save his life. Libiota, uh, again, so everything is, I mean, with the form that Libiota's in right now, and looking at his numbers from here, his numbers from PGA National earlier this year, I mean, his number's going to suck because he's been playing so well. If we can catch a 50, maybe I'm good with that. I guess if Dustin's here... And Reed's here, along with Finau. Maybe we can get a decent number. I just, I just, it's really tough for me to say in that circumstance coming down to it. Norlander had a good week. Chris Baker, the birdie maker. Max Homa, Watt, good God, Watney. I think that was his last cut. I think this is his last cut made, unless he made one a few weeks back. He did. He made, he made it the John Deere Classic, and he made one at the Safeway to start the year. So the, and before that, it was the 3M. So I mean, it's been a rough go for old Nick Watney. That's how easy this tournament is. So it's going to be a lot like the Travelers, Rocket Mortgage, John Deere, and Barbasol. So guys who are kind of accustomed to those sorts of birdie fests can really get going. Straka was playing some good golf at the time as well. Uh, let's jump back one more year and just see how it was done the year before that. Obviously, Wolf won. And he did it. And there's Morikawa. Classic approach Morikawa had win. Okay. Interesting to see. He hasn't been that good in a while. Uh, Matsuyama was up there. Charlie Danielson, Fratelli, Streelman, Hadwin, Hadwin Connors, Martin Laird, Patty Reed. Couldn't make any putts that week. Asswagon. Seems like South Africans do pretty well here, strangely enough. Yeah, it's been a rough go. Rough go for Hadwin. He had it kind of going at the U.S. Open. A lot of that was eight strokes putting. Charles Schwab was kind of the same way where the chipping was off the charts. So it's there's no logical case to back Hadwin unless you're just really feeling it. See, Bryson was pretty good that week. Obviously, he's not playing. Libiota again, 34th two years ago. Wyndham Clark, how has he been playing? I feel like ever since I used him at the U.S. Open, he's been trash. Yeah, and he has been. Yeah, not been great for old Wyndham Clark. Hey, right, let's build a model. See how this goes. Do I have one? Oh, yeah, 3M. Worked. So what do we got going on here? Strokes gained off the tee, worth about 15%. Strokes gained approach, 30%. Birdies are better gained, 10%. Opportunities gained, 5%. 
200 to 225 par threes, 5%, strokes gained par four, 15, strokes gained par five, 10%, eagles gained 5%, and par fours, 450 to 500 yards, 5%. Those were all the ones that I wanted to put in. They were already in there. No wonder this model worked for me in the past. I don't think it worked so well last year. I think that was from year one that it worked out really well because it just told me to play Wolf and Morikawa. So I did. And I won a ton of money. So that was great. I uh, didn't bet them, though, because I had money on Bryson that week in terms of the outright market. But I'm curious to see who this spits out, as sleeper-wise, at least. DJ Finau, Keegan, Wolf, Reed, Grio, List, Kokrak, not playing, Louis, Vegas, Tringalian, Cam Davis, Gim is up there, Bubba is up there. Did Bubba, Bubba did play this last year. He was playing, like, every tournament last year, as I recall. Missed the cut at the 3M, but, man, he's in the middle of a nice stretch right now. <laughs> I, I mean, he was in at the Travelers. He could have won. Uh, and then he made that run at the Rocket Mortgage on the final day. 13th at Valspar, 18th at Wells Fargo. Two majors in between coming off an off week. Didn't have a ton of travel to do. Don't hate it. How was he playing going into the 3M last year? Yeah, he, w- he was on a really bad run going into the 3M last year, and then he got hot, uh, basically starting at the Northern Trust all the way through, and then we all bet him at the Masters, and obviously he did not win in November, but he's actually on a nice run right now. You can see the ball striking is really pristine. The putting has come back to life a little bit. Maybe Bubba's worth a look here. I don't know if this is necessarily a Bubba course, but... That is something that we can get into, I, I think. Uh, this is over the past 50 rounds, by the way. Uh, Libiota, even 20th. Let's shrink this down to super short-term form and look at the past 12 rounds and see if that can tell us anything about what is going on here. Libiota, Louis are going to be my guesses one, two. Vegas, okay. Vegas, Bubba, Grace, not playing. Seamus, Power, Kokrak, not playing. Stricker, Louis, Dustin, Libiota, Reed, Garcia, Stanley. Feel like Stanley was the first round leader here a year ago. Can't remember if that's the case or not. I can go effort that for us, though, to see what happened at this tournament last year. We'll go to schedule, go to 2020 season. And go take a look at this. 3M Open. It was also a different spot last year in terms of the schedule, but so was a lot. Take a look at first round leader and last. So the sheet is going to be, let's see, rough bluegrass with fescue. And it's the long grass. The 2018 renovation, including narrowing of fairways, didn't really make that big of a difference. Uh, bent grass tees, bent grass greens. Numbers, uh, number of water hazards, 27 numbers of with water in play, 15 holes, and 72 bunkers across the course. So, uh, like I said, the driving accuracy is way up at this course. First round, uh, that's the final round leaderboard. First round leaderboard, Wierenski, Michael Thomas, and they were there till the very end, and then there were seven guys at minus six, so those birdies are going to be huge. Matthew Wolf opened with a six under. Uh, let's see. Dustin Johnson was seven. Right, this is one where DJ withdrew last year. I really like DJ, too. They were giving us a good number following his 80 at Memorial. Let's see. Yeah, it played just at 70. That's kind of crazy. There were some guys with terrible rounds, seven bogey-free rounds. Obviously, Thompson held on for the two-shot victory over Adam Long. Let's see if there's anything for the week that we can see. Miscellaneous notes. Adam Long closed 63 and 64 to earn his second runner-up of the year. Bob Shelton came in with four straight missed cuts and ended up coming T3. Uh, after holding a share of the lead after each round, Warinsky finished T3, represents his first top 10 since the Greenbrier a year before. Then he got on a nice little run and won the following week. Uh, Grio, 
All right, so this is a Grio course, Norin, an easy course. Schwartzel entered the week with three events to satisfy his major medical exemption, needing approximately 108 points, and uh, came up just shy of doing it. Defending champ Matthew Wolf finished T12 to become the first player to to win his first two PGA Tour events at the same event since Daniel Berger. Okay. So, yeah, Patton Kazire played really well in the final round. Like, that, that's sort of the key to DraftKings showdown, final round, play Patton Kazire. That guy's final rounds are just outrageous at the moment. Anyone rate out really bad? Well, let's see. Oh, Cameron Percy, my guy, always up there. Harmon could be a decent look here if he gets everything rolling right his way. Oh, Michael Gellerman. The guy loves coming up from the Corn Ferry and playing Sink. I mean, it's hard to rule out something like Sink, especially at a course where around the green means as little as it does here. We know he's still a greens and regulation maven. Haggy continues to be up there. Seifert playing a little bit better golf over the past 12 rounds. Obviously, he has the decent history here with his decent performance. Anyone good near the bottom? Nah, not really. Okay, I think that will do it for us uh, as a part of the 3M this week. I'd give you a longer show, but I don't want to yammer on for 50 minutes about a tournament, frankly. I care about because I love golf and I love betting and I will be watching this tournament. But we're just into this weird part of the schedule. Like the Olympics are coming up. There's a WGC. You got the Wyndham. You got the playoffs. I'm far more interested in all of those events than I am in this event. So this is really where we're at at the moment with the 3M. Hopefully we can win some money. That would be fantastic news. You can do that by playing in the best tournament on DraftKings, the PME Open. Link is in the description right now so go reserve your spot got a new show coming up this week it's gonna be a lot transitioning back into football right now i think jeff and i are gonna record some football stuff that will be out this week uh hopefully i can get cust and gabe aligned so we can do an olympics preview in terms of betting so there's gonna be a lot going on please uh subscribe support my own media network and check out fantasy football picks and bets i think that's where the jeff and i show is eventually going to go up so i'm pretty excited about that the host search continues and that's the show that they will appear on i got the list narrowed down to eight right now so we'll be interviewing people throughout the course of august to see who gets those jobs we might have two spots available for people so i'm super excited about that as well so thank you all for watching smash the like on the way out i'll see you next time experience experience